0: Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. But here we are talking about attention. I think we've covered a little bit of this in a lot of other episodes. Of course, if you want to hear more, you can find us, you know, wherever you can find a podcast. Basically, you just type in Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. You can find the website, that.com, Sanctuary.com. I've got emails. I've got places you can find me on Twitter, you know, HOCS podcast, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. You can find the YouTube channel and subscribe there too if you'd like to. Of course, uh, all of the pitchy things, but what we really want to talk about today is attention. And if you haven't noticed, if if you have not noticed, everyone, cosplayers seek a lot of attention for what they do, for what they do, okay? Cosplayers seek I know. I know. <laughs> they seek attention. And, you know, it's getting actually very competitive. I'm seeing more promoted posts every single day about, you know, cosplayers promoting their own work, cosplayers paying Instagram for that promotion. It used to not happen very much. I used to see just regular ads. Now I'm seeing more promoted posts from cosplayers a lot. Like it's like one in three. Some cosplayers promoting their work, paying facebook and instagram to promote their work because it's the only way that works right now right like we're we're getting a little frustrated with the organic reach so we're moving into paid reach in some platforms but if you're not a model or a designer and you don't have a workshop the online space for cosplay is getting very closed off you really have to be at the top of this like you really have to be Less of it has to be less of a hobby, okay? Less of a hobby and more of like you gained these skills over many years. You have a lot of space to do it, you have a lot of time to do it, you have a lot of energy and resources piling into it. If it's just a weekend thing, you probably well, you might still, but more and more, there is a very, you know, there's a definitely a community that really spends a lot of time not just on that not just on the creation aspects but on the editing and the production and it is getting very overproduced <laughs> this is uh and maybe you disagree but that's okay you're entitled to disagree with that statement but from what i am seeing it is getting so far over the top we are putting more you know honestly i think that cosplayers are putting more energy into their posts than they put into their jobs <laughs> Maybe we're putting a little too much effort into this. And ultimately the posts that come out and all of the editing and all of the production and all of the thought, it's almost more than what the industry is putting into this on a per comic basis. The storylines and the, the drawings are not as polished as some of the things and some of the arcs that you see coming out and just the constant content and the expensive content that is coming out with cosplay like there are stories there are i mean the the editing is really getting high level uh 10 years ago there's no way you would have seen this anywhere and there are cosplayers currently that are playing a lot of politics inside of tiktok to gain favor with large accounts i'm not going to name any names because we're not here to do that but i know it goes on and these are large accounts these are the 500k the million etc you know there's there's big people on tiktok with large followings. And everybody wants to jump in front of that. And, you know, the, the higher you get up, it's really just, it's almost like how you hear about people wanting to get discovered. You know, like this is like, there's a lot of like back scratching and there's a lot of people who are really like trying to like wedge their way in to being around or gaining the attention of or being in the space with people who have large social media accounts. And I think some people are more closed off to that. I don't, you know, like people that are actually in the industry. So what I mean by that is if you're in entertainment, so if I am a celebrity, which I'm not, but if I am a celebrity, that's kind of a closed off space. You're going to have to go through a lot of people and there's a lot of gatekeeping for you as just a creator to get with that person. But there are lots of people who have large followings that you can get in front of and that you can basically manipulate to gain this thing we call clout. And we're going to talk more about that as well as the season progresses. And, you know, hey, this season's Inferno, okay? We're going to light it up with some topics here, folks. And if you don't, you know, like everything else, you can just scroll past. I mean, we're not we're not here to call people out. We're not saying this person, that person, nothing like that. But these are they're hotter issues, things that I've had some time now to think about. And, you know, I guess it also begs the question... Is there something wrong with being an attention seeker? Is there something wrong with that? Is there something wrong to want attention? You know, whether it's uh, whether it's somebody playing drums on a street corner or guitar in Times Square or somebody who wants to get on stage or audition for a show, it, you know, what? what's wrong with it? Like, is there really a problem putting content online and getting attention because you put content online? I think it's only when one type of content attempts to invalidate another type of content. As there's no real exact maybe there is, okay, maybe maybe I'm ignorant to this, but there's no real exact exact definition for influencer because it can be anything, right? You're an influencer. It really just means that you're online and you have people following you. It doesn't doesn't really apply to an industry it doesn't really apply to a type anybody with a with an account in an online space on a free platform can be an influencer so how do you measure a good one you know what what makes you a good influencer it's kind of behind the scenes right it's it's all about your numbers and who you're getting to convert to whatever it is that you might be influencing and that's very vague it's just really hard for me to see a return, you know, like what's what's the return? What's the ROI on this? What are you getting? How does a business even understand what happened? You know, like how do you when you work with an influencer, like you probably want a result. What result you get probably determines whether or not you work with them again. It's very subjective. I guess is what I'm saying, but just the the relevant stats of liking and bookmarking and sharing something which really isn't a bottom line you know yeah it's it's a metric but it's really more for that influencer not necessarily the person who's partnering with an influencer to move their needle so they want to sell a product they want to sell a service they're going through an influencer they're going to try and get a result out of that but bookmarks don't tell you what kind of a result like I guess yeah you bookmark the post maybe you come up again but chances are that whatever promotion that was about it's going to be over with if you bookmark it like it's just sharing is good I guess because that's more reach so if you're really just trying to build brand awareness that's not a bad way to do it but does the influencer overshadow that brand and really do you ultimately just help the influencer is it really like you're paying them Okay, as a business, and it, you know, again, point counterpoint, right? I'm not saying that it's bad to work with influencers. I'm just saying as part of my thought process for somebody who would possibly be working with influencers as part of his job, that looking into what a cosplayer or influence influ- in the influencer space, what do I gain as a business, handing them something to promote something, do, do my sales outpace their attention for being able to partner with that? So these are things that you have to consider. So you're you're helping them help you. Bear in mind if you're an influencer, okay, you're gonna need on average three hundred and sixty deals, three hundred and sixty posts, you a post a day to make a hundred thousand dollars, and that's an average. I know some folks some folks charge quite a bit of money to post things that aren't their things on these spaces, even though <laughs> even though it's a free platform and it's not yours, but you are charging other people to basically alter your content because it's yours. Even though I don't know, I've never, we should probably read, (laughs) we should probably read the disclaimers and what we actually sign off on when we use these platforms, because I'm not 100% sure that any of this stuff is ours. And I think that the, the industry or the Facebook and Instagram, the platforms themselves probably turn a blind eye to whatever money that you happen to be getting by using their platform to post. And the fact that they, they haven't really gotten in the middle of that yet, uh, I think that's really just a step that we will eventually see. They will be able to tell and they will probably want something for that. Just you wait. But there's money that can be made. And, you know, you have to, it's, it's feeding the beast. You have to do it over and over and over and over again. The algorithms are keep getting, they keep getting tougher and tougher. The organic reach and the payouts dwindle as the bigger corporations jump into these spaces and start using them and start coming out with their own avatars to promote. Because really at a certain point you could hire someone, have them be exclusive to your brand and you could just build their platform. Just manufacture influencers. Why not? Who knows? It's probably already happening. I'm probably, I'm probably steps behind. The companies have already figured this out. But in the cosplay space, making, making it about something, make it about something other than gaining the attention of anyone who will pay it, okay? It has to be deeper than that. That's really, really what I'm talking about is you know, finding the target, finding the target market, finding your ideal client, your ideal person, the person you want to inspire, the person you want to entertain, the person you want to influence which isn't going to be HBO. It's not going to be Netflix. It's not, you know, putting on a t-shirt for the latest movie and putting out posts. Great partner with HBO partner with Amazon partner, partner, but just make sure that you're clear with yourself, with what you're actually doing here. Are you just seeking attention? Is there anything wrong with that? No, probably not, but be clear, you know, because your audience is going to change If There's going to be shifts, And be true, whatever it is that you're doing, just be true to what you're doing. If this is what you're all about, then fine. If this is what you want, but you're actually acting in a different way, if you're actually telling people, oh, I'm all about charity, I'm all about giving back, I'm all about helping everybody else, um, you know, feel free to DM me anytime. If you're saying that, but you really just say that in order to get in front of HBO Max or in order to get in front of one of these big companies... That's where people start to have problems with what you're actually all about. And it's all out there in front. Like you don't have a PR agent. You don't maybe you do. But you probably don't. You don't have a PR agent. You don't have people behind you going, hmm, don't post that. Let's let's do these things instead. Let's let's work on this stuff instead. So that is where I'm gonna leave it today. I like talking about these kinds of things, but you know, we'll we'll spend a little bit more time on this in a little bit of a different way, we're gonna talk about fame, insta fame, all that good stuff tomorrow, so be here for that. This is Scotty B here of the Cosmo Social saying bye bye everybody.